Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Yeah, thanks for joining us for the Thursday edition of On The Pace, covering off all things New South Wales harness racing in the next 10 minutes or so. Now, we had Bathurst race last night. And of course, Phoebe Betts joined us yesterday morning and she had fairly good night in the bike in the end as well. She had a winner with our George Boston, a two-year-old who looks to have a bright future. He was able to park outside of the leader and prove a little bit too strong over the concluding stages. Steve Turnbull had a training double, as did Chris Frisby, uh, including that win with uh, later on in the card, as I mentioned, our George Boston, and also earlier on, uh, the Grogfather proved a little bit too good. And there was also a trial session yesterday at Menangle, and a few horses of note. Cash and Flow looked really sharp in his trial performance, 150.1. So we know that he's broken that magical 150 mark at the races more often than any other horse, but uh, he was able to get pretty close to it in a trial yesterday. So it looks as though he's back on the right track. Not quite sure what sort of races he will be targeting. Maybe over the winter, he could head to Queensland for a sunshine sprint. We know that he's better off at that mile trip, or maybe he'll stay closer to home and a long-range target, the Lensmith Mile, which will come up a little later on this year. And Also, an interesting trotting filly by the name of Tough Love. Now, uh, she won her trial very easily. She won by over 20 metres, but she's assisted a Tough Monarch, so keep an eye on her. We know the job that Tough Monarch's done. Uh, as a trotter over the last few seasons. So she may well be wanting to follow in her big brother's footsteps. Troy Williams is our guest this morning for On The Pace. He has three runners tonight at Penrith and they all look legitimate winning hopes as well. So hopefully he can steer us into one or another and he's online. Thanks for your time this morning, Troy. Yeah, no worries at all, Britt. Just having a look at the stats when I knew we were going to have a chat this morning about your runners it seems as though your season has got off to a flying start, already nine winners from 72 starters, and you could well be on track for one of your better seasons yet. Yeah, definitely. It's been a, a great start to the season, and this will probably be the, the, the first season that we've you know gone into it full-time versus just a hobbyist. Um, you know, so we've, but we've had a, a really great kickstart, and that's been you know probably due to the fact I've had about a couple of owners on board supporting, and we're getting some good results, and hopefully that can continue. In terms of the stable, what's the ratio trotters to paces? Because I know you have a real soft spot for the trotters, but tonight, for example, you have three paces going around. So is it a bit of a 50-50 split at the moment? Are you trying to spread, uh, I guess, your your time across both gates? Um, yeah, look, trying to spread across both gates for sure. The, the split's probably 60-40, um, favouring the trotters. We've got a, quite a few baby trotters here and couple of two-year-olds coming up that are, that are trotting quite well. So um, I love the trotter, um, definitely. And um, But, we, you know, we still have, you know, four or five paces here as well, and they've been producing the goods around Penrith and Newcastle and those sort of tracks. So, um, yeah, no, they're, they're doing well as well. Your flagship horse, um, Iona Grinner, where is she at? Because I know that she was put in foal. So uh, is she still in foal? Because there was a bit of an exciting story behind that too. I believe she was the first to go in foal to the great Tomoko. So uh, how's she? She's great. She, um, Yeah, she's still in foal um, and she's still racing. You know, we opted to sort of, because we served her late in the season, we thought we'd just press on and if anything did go wrong, well, she had another sort of season of racing still there and um 
she's sort of plateaued a little bit there over the last couple of months, but the last two runs have been super. And, um, you know, she went third at Penrith over a longer trip. And she got beat a neck uh, on Tuesday at Menangle. We were, we were cheering at home because she would have uh, hung up the shoes and uh, retired after that if we'd have got the win. But she's got two starts left in her at Menangle over the next two Tuesdays. And then she'll head straight to the paddock and, uh, yeah, become a mum. Yeah, well, fingers crossed she can uh, strike in one of those. It would be a great story. And a fair to cover is a two-year-old, a three-year-old, I should say now, with a great deal of ability. Fourth on Tuesday. Those three-year-old trotting ranks are so strong, though, this year. Yeah, they're super strong. Um, you know, he, he's a lovely horse, and he's, he's definitely matured a lot over the last 12 months. We had a few issues with him as a two-year-old, but... Um, uh, opted to get the horse gelded, and once we did that, it was no, you know, we didn't look back. He's, um, I think he won the Breeders' Challenge in some pretty torrential conditions, and then went on to win the Coronet at Bathurst quite well, sitting outside the leader. Um, and then did it the tough way in the Foundation Heat on Tuesday, you know, 57, um, three wide, sort of the first 400, and then to the to the, the death seat. And you know, he was real strong and finished the line quite good. So very happy with him, and you know. I think as he as he gets older, he'll definitely mature more, and you know, he'll turn into a nice uh, nice money owner for uh, the owners. Yeah, he it seems to uh, be really putting it all together now, and he's a bit of a professional too, which certainly helps his cause. In terms of those two year old trotters that you mentioned a few moments ago, do we have any names for them? Can we keep an eye out for uh, some that are coming through the ranks that we might may be able to follow, maybe towards some bigger races throughout the year? Yeah, definitely. Um, we've got a, a two-year-old gelding called Cleese Legacy, uh, the same owner as a fair to cover, and he's by Sebastian Kane. He uh, he's a little bit fractious and a little bit headstrong, but he puts it together in you know once he's up and trotting. And he trialled last week and uh, led from gate ten and run him along. They went a mile in four and home in twenty-eight-seven. And you know he looks to be uh, up there with what I've seen so far. Uh, up there with uh, those good ones. So hopefully he can sort of continue to improve a little bit. Uh, and the other little one is uh, a filly. Uh, she was the first foal uh, by a stallion that I stand at stud in my high expectations. Uh, her name's Brisket Rosie. And, you know, she's just a little bit field shy at the moment, doing a couple of things wrong, but I have no doubt she's got ability. And, you know, later on in the season, I think she'll sort of start to produce the goods. Alrighty, well, hopefully they can do a similar job to what a fair to cover did last season when he took out that Breeders' Challenge uh, final. I know that you've had a pretty challenging few weeks with the weather about. You're forced to evacuate from your property, so it's been all systems go with plenty of racehorses plus that happening. So that was not ideal. Uh, definitely not ideal. You know, it takes them out of their normal routine, and my horses uh, love living in quite big yards and paddocks, and um, you know to have to sort of swap over and get out and get into a barn situation. It's been a little tough, but they've still been going quite well. And, um, you know, but you know, credit to the industry, you know, they all, everyone chipped in, especially, you know, the Morris family and uh, the Menangle Club, they all chipped in to sort of help. And we were very lucky, luckier than a lot of other people. It, um, the house and the shed was the only thing that didn't go under, but all the yards and that did. And, you know, we, we opted to move and, and get out probably more so so we could look after the horses and continue to provide ourselves a bit of an income over that couple of weeks. But we're back home now and uh, a lot of a lot of days cleaning up, but uh, they're back in routine and, you know, hopefully they start to shine again. Oh, well, good news that the uh, damage wasn't too great because it was looking a little hairy for a while there. Okay, three runners tonight, the first of which goes around in race number one, sportsmanship. It's been a really great money earner for the stable since joining you. He seems to never really run 
a bad race. An inside second row draw tonight, and on paper, it could work out okay. Yeah, definitely. He's been a lovely little horse, and um, you know, we bought him quite cheap. And uh, I think you know he's been out of a first five check probably two or three times, and wasn't his fault. So you know he's been a great little horse, and you know it just punches around in those lower grades and can earn money for sure. Um, on paper, he looks good tonight. He's run last week was sort of first up for a few weeks due to meetings being washed out and abandoned. Um, you know, I was very happy with him following, um, uh, you know, quite a nice horse. So, you know, we'll, uh, yeah, we'll need a little bit of luck from the gate seven, but there's, there's been some money for the one, and I think it'll be the leader. So if we can get sucked along and handy and have one last look at him, he's a bit of a hope. His best form on paper looks to be when he's able to lead or be up the front end. Is he just as uh, capable following a helmet? Because obviously tonight you're on the second row. That's kind of the cards that you've been dealt. Yeah, he's capable following a helmet for sure. Um, you know, he does love to lead. There's no doubt when you can dictate terms with him. Um, but, you know, yeah, he'll, he'll follow a leader no problem at all. And, um, you know, he's got a reasonable turn of foot. So hopefully we can be, you know, right, right at the pointy end at the end. Major statements, probably in the same boat somewhat. Very rarely is out of a check and comes up with a great draw tonight. So that's a big tick. And dropping back to Menangle, from Menangle to Penrith, uh, that should be a, a big assistance as well. Yeah, definitely. He's been an ultra consistent horse and, you know, a relatively new horse to the stable. And, you know, he's run first three and I think six or seven for us. And first time last week out of top five, but he was, he was sharp. He went 155 home in 27 and, um, he's probably a horse that didn't quite handle the uh, the barn situation. He, you know, he left a bit of food here and there, but he still raced quite good. But uh, he's as sharp as ever this week, and you know, I was really happy with his work. And um, we'll be definitely sort of punching out and hopefully be at the pointy end. And uh, you know, he's a very tough horse. Um, he hasn't got a real quick high speed motor, but uh, he'll tough it out all day. So you know, I'm, I'm expecting big things from him tonight for sure. Race two, number one, major statement, comes up with the good alley. And race number three, the last of your runners tonight is Shadow Eclipse, a second row draw for this runner and another relatively recent addition to the stable. He's only had the one prior start. Were you happy with that performance? No, I was really happy with the performance, Brid. He just, um, you couldn't have mapped the race if you tried. We sort of thought we'd be behind leader and um, we ended up last defence. Uh, it was just a a race of uh, lots of changes, um, which is unfortunate. But, you know, the horse didn't get knocked around. And once he got some clear air, he, he hit the line. He's he's very, very sharp off a helmet. Um, he's got a very quick sort of 300-metre dash. So hopefully tonight we can be, you know, running line handy. Um, and, you know, he gets a little bit of luck. He'll be he'll be in the finish for sure. Um, very happy with his work as well. So, um, and yeah, he's, it's only his second start for us. But, you know, Rob Morris drives all three of them and, now, Rob drives a lot of our horses for luck, and, you know, that, that definitely helps for sure. In terms of, I guess, improvement from start one to start two, he was up first up from a five-month break or so or four months off the scene last time out. So in terms of fitness, that should also be improved? Yeah, it'll be an improvement for sure. I mean, he wasn't too far off last week. He was actually being prepared to race two weeks earlier, and with Penrith being you know, abandoned and washed out. That didn't help, but we got two more extra weeks worth of work in him, um, you know, and he was uh, he was very sharp on Monday in track work and, you know, he's bright and bubbly and I think the run last week will definitely do him the world of good and, um, yeah, we'll just we'll see how we go. We, You know, we won't be boxed up on the fence this week, so we'll, we should be able to have a bit of a crack. 
three runners tonight for our on the pace listeners is there one that maybe stands out to you ahead of the others in terms of your best chance I think major statement is probably the best chance of the night in my opinion just based on the barrier draw I mean he's not electric out of the gate but you know if Rob times the right and you know he can hold the front well yeah, I think he's probably our best hope but I think they're all a, a, a top three sort of option I think that's probably a, a safe bet so maybe a multi Alrighty, that is race two, number one, major statement as your best of the night. Appreciate your time this morning, Troy, and hopefully there's a, a winner or two amongst them tonight and the continuation of a great season rolls on. Appreciate your help today. Not a worry at all. Thanks for your time. Troy Williams there this morning for On The Pace. So that's Penrith tonight, seven races, the first of which gets underway at 6.04. So just a, a smaller card tonight to look forward to, but all the same. Uh, some strong racing, competitive racing as always. And uh, race four tonight is quite solid in terms of horses bringing different form lines. First string looks hard to beat for the Belinda and Luke McCarthy team, but there's a few other horses with fitness on their side that will no doubt be looking to spoil the party there. So that's on the pace for this Thursday, just at Penrith today. But tomorrow, uh, we're strongly represented in New South Wales with two meetings, Wagga in the daytime slot, Newcastle tomorrow night. And then, of course, we have Menangle and Parks on Saturday night. The feature race there from Menangle will be the fifth on the card. It's the Group 3 for the Open Class Paces. And Ignatius, off the back of that superb win going back a fortnight ago when he rated 149-4, and four, He'll be looking uh, to make it back-to-back victories. Other feature races this weekend, a really strong Addington card tomorrow night. Make sure you tune into that one because there's three Group 1s, two Group 2s, the New Zealand Pacing Derby, the New Zealand Trotting Derby alongside a four- and five-year-old championship that sees the likes of Amazing Dreams, self-assured, go head-to-head. So that one will be a cracker. And, of course, Mildura on Saturday night have their big carnival come to a close the WA, WA Oaks, I should say, tomorrow night at Gloucester Park as well. So across all bases, great racing this weekend coming up. And Fred Hastings will be here tomorrow morning at the same time around 10.30 to hopefully find a few winners across that Menangle card as well. Best of luck if you're playing tonight at Penrith. Make sure to follow the Troy Williams team. He looks to have a good night at the office.